Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Picks and Parlays Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. I'm your host, Nick Gieber, in for Chelsea Messenger. Today is Tuesday, October 22nd, or as they say here in Las Vegas, it's Tuesday, October 22nd. Well, we've got a big show for you today. Quite frankly, it's Grand Central Station here in the studio. Uh, we're going to cover some college football with El Tigre himself, Tony T, along with Ali Burns. We're going to cover USC at Colorado, Wisconsin at Ohio State, Penn State at Michigan State, and then, well, the Duff Man cometh. That's right. Joe Duffy will be joining us. Redskins at Vikings, Seahawks at Falcons, Panthers at Niners, and finally, Craig Trapp and Tony Bandwagon Brown will be joining us in studio for a discussion of some NBA as the NBA gets ready to tip off here. So much sports going on. You just can't keep track of it all, but you can keep track of this show because we're streaming live on YouTube, on Facebook, on Twitter. If you want to put in hashtag Parlay Radio, it'll come up on our Twitter discussion. And if you want to comment on anything you see on any of our social media, please do because we'll see it and we'll put it up on the screen and we'll do our very best to bring up your comment during the show. Uh, once again, we are on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is where we are every weekday from 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. That's Monday through Friday if you don't know what weekday means, but I think you do. Speaking of weekdays, good Lord, what an absolute snooze fest this match was yesterday. Excuse me, this game was yesterday uh, between the Patriots and the Jets. You know, if it wasn't for sports betting, who in their right mind would have tuned into that shellacking, boring game? And that's why we love it, Ro, right? Because lots of people had money riding on what would otherwise have been something that you just would have rather have watched, say, Fox News or MSNBC, depending on what your political bent is. All right, once again, find us on our social media. And, of course, if you like what you're hearing from any of our handicappers here on the show, you can always find loads of free picks on our website at picksandparlays.net. And when you're ready, you can kick it up a notch and go for our expert picks. Speaking of which... NBA season tipping off. What better time to have a $100 off special on our handicappers picks, expert picks for the NBA all the way through the playoffs. $5.99 for one capper. If you want two, oh, a two for $7.99. Great deal. Go to picksandparlies.net. All right, coming up, college football with LT Gray himself, Tony Tellers. Don't go anywhere. Be right back in three minutes. Well, you're back with us here on Picks and Parlays Radio. I'm your host, Nick Gieber, and promised you before the break that we would bring in some college football and bring in our resident expert handicapper, Tony El Tigre Tellez, but we're going to do one up. We're going to bring in two more people into the show. Not only do we have Tony El Tigre Tellez, but we have Ali Burns. So let's go, guys. Let's talk some college football. Are we ready to rock and roll? Ali, you ready to go? I'm born ready to go. Tony. I'm ready. All right, gentlemen, lady, let's go. Let's start. USC at Colorado, University of Spoiled Children going to Colorado. Uh, USC 4-3, and three, coming off a 41-14 to 14 win over Arizona. And Colorado, though, 3-4, and four, crushed, murdered by Washington State, 41-10. Uh, USC minus 11 with the total 63. USC is 4-2 and two against the spread in the last six. The under has cashed in four of the Trojans' last five. Tony, let's start with you. 
Yeah, I'm going to look here at a total play here. I'm going to go over the total here of a 63 or 62. That number is floating around there. You can find the teams that played over in their past meeting in Colorado. But, you know, the Buffalo's defense I'm concerned about, they've just gotten worse and worse in the Pac-12 play. Even in week one, giving up 31 points to Colorado State, I wasn't that impressed with that D. And, of course, look at their past three games, 35 at home to Arizona, 45 to Oregon, and last week, 41 to Washington State. You know, in those defeats, the uh, Buffaloes gave up an average of 503 yards, 154 yards rushing, but five and a half yards to carry. USC has the offense to exploit this bad Buffaloes defense. As we know, with their air raid offense, uh, they can make some plays downfield, as well as their really talented wide receivers, and they can run the football. And uh, one thing with Colorado is their offense performs a little better at home with, with that senior quarterback, Steven Montez, more comfortable there. And, of course, USC is prone to giving up points. I like the over in this one. All right. Ali, any thoughts on this one? You know, last week I was looking at Colorado at nine and a half. I didn't take it. I waited in game right out of the gate. WSU scores and that number jumps to plus 20 and a half. I jumped on that and it did not cash. 20 and a half plus the 10 points that they scored was still not enough to cover. I am totally over Colorado. I was willing to accept the loss against the Ducks because they're the Ducks, but after losing this way to WSU, there's no way I'm going near this game, especially if I'm not getting at least two touchdowns for it. So I gotta say, USC Trojans minus 13 and a half is the only way I would take this game. All right, Ali, what's next on the agenda? All right, well, let's have some Big Ten action. Tony T, I want to talk about Wisconsin at Ohio State. Wisconsin's coming off the first loss of their season. It was an ugly one in the fourth quarter to Illinois, and the Buckeyes remain undefeated. Their quarterback, Justin Fields, is insane. 22 touchdowns with only one interception. He dropped four of those on Northwestern last week. What do you think? Are the Badgers and 14 and a half points going to be enough to cover against Penn State or Ohio State? I don't think so. I'm going to take care of the home team, Ohio State, here laying the 14 or the hook if you if you can find a 14 and a half out there. You know, they're just rolling through this Big Ten schedule. And, you know, what I find here with this Ohio State team is I just don't think these, these teams in the Big Ten can really match the speed of the Buckeyes. Uh, Wisconsin also falls under that category. I mean, look at their offense here, 527 yards a game, defensively holding the team to 229. And, you know, you know they do have a capable running back, Jonathan Taylor. But, you know, you look at Doan as a quarterback – you know, when, when you look at the game against Michigan, not a whole lot downfield, and that's what I'm concerned about is the arm strength downfield against this really good Buckeyes secondary. And, of course, uh, the Buckeyes can handle the run and pass. We've seen how well they play. They went in Northwestern, blew them out. Uh, and one thing about uh, Ohio State is, you know, J.K. Dobbins can run the football. He's averaging over seven yards a carry, but his back of his averaging over seven yards a carry as well. So, uh, you know, I think, I think there's a little too much firepower here from this Ohio State team. I have no problems laying the two touchdowns. All right, so Tony T is laying the two touchdowns. I totally agree. We're on the right side of 14 with this, and nobody likes an angry badger. <laughs> That's so All right, true. Nick. <laughs> well, what about an angry, uh, what, 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 you know, we have to say, what about an angry lion? Uh, no one likes an angry lion either. Let's go to our next game, number six, Penn State at Michigan State. Penn State, 7-0, 4-3 against the spread. They won seven straight, tied for 10th in scoring in all of college football. Michigan State are 4-3, 2-5 against the spread. They lost to Wisconsin 38 to nothing. That's almost a Patriots-Jets score right there. Uh, but on average, they only give up 21 points per game. Penn State, 7-1 straight up in their last eight on the road. Penn State is also 1-5 straight up in their last six games, though, against Michigan State. Hmm, kind of conflicting numbers there. Tony, what say you? Yeah, I, I'm looking here at Penn State minus six in this one. Um, I have to respect their result at Iowa. That's a game that 
the world was on Iowa and they were able to come up with a 17-12 win against the Hawkeyes. I, I, I respect that road win. They're now 7-0. And, of course, they went into Maryland, blew out Maryland. Uh, but, you know, Nittany Lions balanced attack, off, aver uh, averaging uh, 411 yards a game. And Clifford, he's completing 66% of his passes. Very efficient quarterback there. But, boy, Michigan State, what a disappointment. You know, 4-3 and three home losses to Arizona State and then back-to-back -back losses, blowout loss at Ohio State Wisconsin. You got to wonder about this Michigan State program now. We expect them to bounce back. This was everyone's bounce back team was Michigan State. But, you know, look at the quarterback, Lewerke. Only 52% completion rate against the Big Ten. Come on, you're a senior. You know, these are freshman numbers you're putting up. So I'm really disappointed with Lewerke's numbers. He's healthy. There's no more excuses about the shoulder. Now I'm done with this with Michigan State here. I, I'm definitely going to lay the points with Penn State. All right, Allie, any thoughts on this one? You know, when they when Penn State when Penn State joined the Big Ten back in 1993, Michigan State was declared their permanent rivals. And we all know what can happen in these rivalry types of matchups where an underdog can totally put another team on upset alert. I don't see it happening here. Sean Clifford, he's only a sophomore, and he's already putting up 16 touchdowns with only two interceptions. I'm all over the Nittany Lions here. All over the Nittany Lions. Mm -hmm. There you go. All right, Allie, good job. Um, finally... Finally, I mean, let's do a little bonus here. Let's do a little World Series. Come on, let's give us some Game 1 action, Tony. All right, well, we, we talked the World Series here. I mean, again, I like the under in this game. I know we, we, we talked about this earlier. It was under under 7. If you get 7, I like that play. I mean, listen, look at the, look at the pitching matchups here. I mean, you're looking at Scherzer, 35% strikeout rate. Garrett Cole, 40% strikeout rate. Both the pitchers, under a whip of under 1 in the postseason, which means not a lot of base runners. They can get out of jams. Not a lot of big innings. And these are two pitchers that can go deep into games here, at least seven-plus innings. And, of course, the bullpen's all rested here. Of course, Nationals with the sweep. But, you know, one thing worries me about the Nationals hitters is they couldn't hit Walker Buehler, a top-flight pitcher. Now they're going to be facing another top-flight pitcher here in Garrett Cole. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. We talk about momentum. I'm just wondering, um, you know, how you feel. Uh, and, and I know, I, I think it's, uh, I think it's uh, Sean Higgs. It's Deshaun Higgs, I think, is the... Uh, uh, or maybe it's the Duffmeister, is the, the guy that's the expert on, on like breaks and momentum. But I'm, it's Duffmeister, right? Yeah, D Duffy. Um, but, you know, the Nats, I mean, this is a team, look, that at some point in the season, they were, what, 12 games under 500? Uh, then they go on this incredible run, uh, and they get out, they get into the World Series early. Now they have a really, really long layoff before, uh, before they're going to face the Astros. And I just wonder if that's really going to hurt the momentum for them. We've just got a couple of minutes. Tony, let's get your take on that. You know, I think it hurts them a little bit more with, with, with the hitting. Uh, that, that's definitely something for sure, the timing. And, of course, we, we know now that these organized activities, they organize their time between, between the games with these, with these, you know, simulated games. You have prospects pitching at 90-plus miles per hour against them, but it's not the same because they just don't have the movement. They can't simulate the, the opponent they're facing. So, yeah, I think it, it hurts definitely at the plate. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, momentum for me is like the biggest part of sports uh, because sports is all emotion. Look, if you look at sports objectively from uh, from any type of uh, uh, objective angle, it's it's silly, right? I mean, it's just the way it is. Yeah, it's mean, all emotion. It's all passion. Uh, that's what makes it happen. And that's why you can get a team that was 12 games under 500 sweeping their way basically into the World Series. And that's why we love it. Uh, Ali, you looking forward to this game? I'm from Houston. I've got future bets on both of these teams. I'm sitting on the Nationals at plus 170. I'm sitting on Houston at plus 210. I'm ready. Let's play baseball, guys. Go Astros. Go Houston. 
Let's do ah, this thing. Allie, hedging your bets. I like that. All right, well, <laughs> that's going to wrap up this segment. Coming up, the Duff man himself, Joe Duffy. We're going to cover a little NFL football for you here on Picks and Parlays. By the way, just a reminder, special right now for the NBA season. We have a $100 off package for you on our website, picksandparlays.net. One handicapper, $5.99, but you want two handicappers. Let's double it. You'd think it will be a lot more. No, it's only $7.99. That, my friends, is value. Kick up your betting this NBA season. Take advantage of our special offer. You can find it on the website, picksandparlays.net. All right, we're going to step aside. We'll be right back. By the way, Francisco Almandirez Carrillo writes us on Facebook. Go Astros! Well, we're going to go, though. We'll be back in three minutes. Stay with us. Welcome back to Picks and Parlays Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. By the way, this is a great moment to welcome in all of the men and women in uniform who are listening to this show on the American Forces Network from around the world. Uh, we welcome you to the show. I'm your host, in for Chelsea Messenger. I'm Nick Gieber. You can find me on Twitter at Nick Gieber. By the way, if you love soccer, particularly the Premier League or the Champions League, you, you want to catch my show on Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. That's every day on Sirius 211, 5th uh, Street Soccer. Uh, break it all down for you. In the meantime, though, let's talk about the, uh, the fake football, you know, the one that's not really played with its feet. Let's talk about NFL, shall we? And joining me on the guest line, our expert resident handicapper, the Duffman himself, Joe Duffy. Joe, we got three good ones to get to today. Hopefully not like last night's game, which was ridiculous. It, it was quite ugly. And you know, Nick, I've defended European football. I've defended soccer for years and years and years. Everyone talks about it here in the States. It's not like American football. I say you can love both. So you can. Uh, both of them are great sports. No, you can indeed. And in point of fact, the NFL doing very well right now in England. Uh, we've seen all these matches at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Uh, and I believe we just had another one this last weekend. If I, Or we do have another one coming up this weekend, I think. Uh, or did we just have it? Anyway, I'm crazy. The Rams, the, the Rams this week. Yeah, that's right. All right. Well, Joe, let's get to it, shall we? Uh, shall we start with uh, Vikings at Redskins? Is it Vikings at Redskins? Yes, no, it no, is. Redskins at the yes. Vikings. Redskins at Vikings. That's what I thought. When I wrote that down, I thought, that's backwards. Redskins at Vikings. The Redskins are 1-6, and 2-5 and five against the spread. You know, I saw this. They're only the second team in the past 25 years to cover the spread without scoring a point. That is, uh, I don't know if that's a great statistic or, or a bad one. I'm not sure. Uh, the Vikings are 5-2 five and 5-2 two, and five and two against the spread. Uh, they had a convincing win over the Lions last week. They opened as 14-point home favorites, but that's now jumped to 16. I believe it's Vikings minus 16, the total 42. Duffman, Duffmeister, take it away. And that is the precise line that I uh, do have, Nick. Um, got a lot of conflicting stuff here. Going with the much worse spread team, and that's in terms of margin of cover. Some people like to use it. sweat barometer, is 171, 105, and 11. That's not surprising because every sport other than college football, college football is the number one momentum sport. Every other sport is regression to the mean. And I found that especially pro basketball and pro football, and it makes sense. They're playing at the highest level. So these teams, you know, they've got the ability to bounce back. Plus, more importantly than that, the public loves to overreact. The odds makers know that. And in fact, when a team is coming off of a shutout and they're the most worst spread team they are, seven and one in a road 
underdogs off they shut out do very well 45 and 27 however just when you think i'm going to go with the big underdog my computer tells me uh, basically big favorites to bad teams in games expected to be very low scoring and on thursday perfect 13 and 0 and as a general rule of thumb short weeks it benefits the better team you know the public likes to bet mismatches well they love thursday should love thursday night games because when you do have big mismatches the short week does benefit the better team and makes perfect sense uh, you know because the, the better team usually gonna have a more depth and it'll be a lot easier for them to get up for a game on a short week but all in all i can uh, make an argument for either side that's not going to be my free play in this one all right that won't be your free play all right there we go vikings or redskins at vikings let's move along to the next one the seahawks at falcons uh, the Seahawks, 5-2, and 3-4 and four against the spread, coming off a loss, 30-16 to 16 to the Ravens. The Falcons, 1-6, and 1-6 and six against the spread. Big trouble after losing to the Rams, 37-10. Here's the question. Is Dan Quinn dead man walking? Yes. No question. No question. In fact, the Falcons do have a bye week after this week. Uh, he'll be unemployed on Monday. Maybe he'll be, maybe he'll be uh, co-hosting with you. <laughs> so here's a question for you, though. What, uh, you know, in, in, in European football, we call this the sack race, right? What are the odds on the next manager or, you know, coach getting sacked? Uh, is there such a thing in NFL? And what are the odds on him making it through the weekend? Yeah, the sports books do have the ability. You can bet on who the next coach is. I don't know if any sports book out there has specific odds on if Dan Quinn will most definitely be fired before the, you know, the game after this, if he'll be fired during the bye week or not. But you can most definitely bet on uh, coaches that are going to be fired. And I would say very likely somewhere out there, one of those offshore sports books probably does have the ability to bet on uh, Dan Quinn. And by the way, I wanted to misunderstand. Uh, my, my pick for that first game is going to be under seven and a half right. in the first quarter. What I meant what I meant was I was not going to make a pick on the side was not going to be my free pick. But I did have a free pick on that game. But yeah, Dan Quinn, I would be shocked if he's got two games left in him as a the uh, Falcons head coach. Yeah, interesting stuff. I mean, you know, what's gone wrong at the Falcons, in your opinion? I mean, look, they've got great ownership, um, yeah. you know, big, big new stadium. Money's not really an issue. What's the problem? No, they, they definitely have. Arthur Blank is a very dedicated owner. That's the million-dollar question. I think it might be a case where maybe everything just went together a couple of years ago when they did go into the, the go, go to the Super Bowl in the famous 28-3, uh, you know, loss. Fact, it looks like the Falcons are starting to concede. They already traded Mohamed Sanu earlier today, so I think the Falcons are starting to give up on the year. But maybe it's a case where, look, Matt Ryan is a very good quarterback. The year they went to the Super Bowl, he looked like he was one of the top three or four quarterbacks in the game. I think that, you know, he's probably maybe five or six. Uh, you know, Julio Jones, tremendous wide receiver. He used to be so-so in the red zone. He's gotten a little bit better in the red zone. But I just think, you know, it was just a perfect storm a couple of years ago. Look, everybody was saying maybe it was Shanahan. Shanahan was the greatest offense coordinator ever. People forget the year before the Falcons went to the Super Bowl, people were talking about Kyle Shanahan getting fired as offensive coordinator. So I don't think it's that. I just think it was a perfect storm a yeah. couple of years. And Vic Beasley, yeah, Vic Beasley is uh, turned out to be a one-year wonder. If I'm not mistaken, it was also a new stadium issue. I think they just moved into the Mercedes-Benz Stadium that year as well, and uh, or maybe the year before. But oftentimes, teams get a new stadium bounce, unless, of course, you're Tottenham, in which case you don't get that. But uh, 
Uh, beautiful stadium, Mercedes-Benz Stadium right there in Atlanta. Uh, very quickly, Matt Ryan, uh, he went off, he has a boot, went off injured last game, has a boot in his, on his foot. Is he playing or is he, is he injured or is he playing? Yeah, what, what are you doing? They, they said he has not been ruled out. That's why this game is off of the board in most areas. I do see Seattle 3.54 somewhere, but just about everywhere it's off the board in no small part due, well, because of Matt Ryan. Uh, I think, especially with the trading of Sanu, that unless they are certain that he has no chance at re-injuring himself, I wouldn't be surprised if they go with Matt Schaub, but that is, has not been determined. But yeah, I do think that that Sanu trade really kind of tells us that maybe it's a tankapalooza time for the Falcons. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's go. Next up, Panthers at 49 is the Panthers at 4-2. Four 4-2 and two. Four and two against the spread as well, coming off a bye week. Uh, the 49ers, 6-0, and with Jimmy, uh, with Janine Garofalo, just, just doing a great job there as quarterback. Uh, no, Jimmy Garofalo, great job there, 4-2 and two against the spread. They're the only undefeated team in the NFC after a 9, uh, after a, what, 9-0 win over the Redskins? Uh, interesting, yes. interesting number there. Uh, I got the 49ers minus 5.5, total 41.5. What do you have on this one? Yeah, it, it was a gully washer. I was watching that game. I was at a sports bar, as I usually am, and that, that game was played in a downpour yeah garoppolo is interesting i mean all the 49ers do is win with him his numbers yeah. really haven't been that spectacular this year um you know he's turned the ball over a little bit too much the truth is san francisco they're i don't know you might say they're analogous to minnesota in college football they've, they've had a pretty easy schedule according to one metric uh the 49ers have had the easiest schedule in the nfc this year so you might argue that it's a little bit of a deceptive record, but they are leading the league in margin of cover, covering by an average of 12.7 points per game. Carolina's uh, very good, but, you know, as good as San Fran is, when you look at their, their numbers, they're getting 0.2 yards per rush and 0.5 yards per pass attempt above what their opponents normally allow. And they're holding teams to uh, yeah, a little bit below their normal average on defense, but not much. In fact, they allow 4.1 yards per carry. The team's normally getting 3.9 their more advanced numbers imply that they're really not an undefeated team. Those numbers are good, but not for a 6-0 and team. Mm -hmm. I think it's clear uh, Carolina is better with Kyle Allen. Uh, also, fading teams that gave up a combined 15 points or less over their last three games combined, 16-6-1. and one. Uh, I look for Carolina to certainly cover, and if you want me to you know, pick an upset of the week, this would qualify as an upset of the week. I think the Panthers are at least something to look at on the money line. What is the money line right now for the Panthers? Uh, you know, I would have to look at it. It's probably about two, two, uh, ten, maybe something like that. I would, I would have to look and see. Ooh, I love a good that. money line upset. That's the way to go. Get some, finally get yeah. some value out of it. But uh, so you think the Panthers might actually go to San Francisco and do a number on the 49ers? Because you're telling me that with a six and zero record, the only undefeated team in the NFC, that in point of fact they're lucky to be there. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. No, they, they <laughs> definitely are. Like I said, like. Like I said, both their strength. No, I, I am one of these people that says you are what your record says you are, but still, the strength of schedule has been rated the worst, uh, I think, according to the CBS power ratings. And, and I like to look at not only the yards per rush, but fortunately there's a website out there where you can compare it to the, the cumulative average of their opponents. And those numbers suggest that San Fran is above average, but they're not dominant. And like I said, uh, Carolina's clear. The Cam, Newton, the Cam Newton of the MVP years, he's long gone. They've been better. Carolina's been a better team without him. And yeah. I do think that Carolina's going to pull off the upset. 
All right, uh, so Carolina going to pull off the upset. You heard it right here from the Duff man, the Duffmeister, Joe Duffy himself, giving us his picks. And if you want more of his picks, you can find them at picksandparlays.net. There's loads of free picks, and when you're ready to kick it up a notch, of course, our expert picks are there for you. And as I mentioned, NBA season in full effect. We have a special $100 off the NBA expert picks all the way through the playoffs. It's $5.99 for one capper, $7.99 for two, picksandparlays.net. Joe, thanks a lot. We'll speak to you later this week. Cheers. Coming up, we we're going Craig you. Trapp and Tony Bandwagon Brown join me here in the studio to talk NBA. And welcome back to the show. This is Picks and Parlays Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. I'm Nick Eber in for Chelsea Messenger. And uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, well, you can see that we are full at the broadcast desk here. And if you're listening to us, you're going to hear that we have uh, uh, two guests today for this segment. I have, of course, El Huapo himself, Craig Trapp. And very pleased to welcome to the show for the very, very first time, our expert handicapper, Tony Bandwagon Brown, joins us live in Las Vegas at our studios uh, for some NBA coverage. Gentlemen, NBA underway. I think uh, today, actually, and I think everybody's very excited. Uh, are you ready? Are you ready for the NBA, Craig? Always. Always. Uh, you know, I think the NBA is the best sport as far as gambling is concerned. It goes six months. It's every day. And uh, it starts tonight. Two games tonight. But we're going to be covering three. I think the, maybe the best three games for Wednesday night. All right. Uh, well, I think we got, uh, we got Bandwagon over there. He's quiet, but he's going he's gonna to pipe up here shortly. Why don't we start with Celtic at Sixers? Celtics, they lost Kyrie Irving and, uh, and Al Horford. But you know what? Uh, they added Kemba Walker and softened the blow a little bit. 76ers just came up short for a trip to the Eastern Conference Finals last season. Can they do it again this year? Let's, why don't we start over there? Let's uh, bandwagon. You're up. Right. I'm anything but a bandwagon, first of all. Uh, later, Lakers, Raiders, Dodgers for life. So uh, he's just joking with you. But your life. life's been so short <laughs> to this point. What are you, anyway, two years old? Anyway. I like the uh, I like the home team in this one all over it. These guys were a game away from the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, Kyrie Irving is gone for Boston now. Al Horford is gone. Uh, Kimba Walker is a big addition, but he's no Kyrie Irving. I mean, that was an internal problem as far as skills and talent. Boston is lacking now, so I like Philly to pick up where they left off. They just got beat by a great shot and the champions, and I think they pick up where they left off and complete their journey this time and make it to the finals. Oh, I think it's it's one of those addition by subtraction, I think, in Boston. I, I just think, obviously, the Terry Rozier and Kyrie Irving uh, rumors that they didn't get along and it separated the team, um, they were a mess all season long. I mean, they were one of those teams when they played their best, they could beat anybody, but when they didn't play the best, they could lose to anybody and did lose to anybody and were no match for the Milwaukee Bucks. I think the Celtics had to blow it up. They did, but I love what they did. I love... I love the big three, and I think right now you have to get the big three. Everybody kind of does. Kimba Walker, Jason Tatum, uh, Jalen Brown, I think, are a very solid three. Al Horford was an overpaid big guy that didn't give them – he gave them some in big games, but I just on a day-in, night-in, night-out basis, I just think you take the Boston Celtics with the points here. It's one of those games. You either – I think you play Boston Celtics money line, actually, um, or you play the 76ers with the points because I don't th – either Boston puts it all together or they get blown out. So – um, I like I like this Sixers team. I just think losing J.J. Redick is a big loss, and I think you're going to see that tonight, the lack of shooting. Well, I've got 76 is minus 5. The Celtics are 0-4 against uh, the spread in their last four games overall. Of course, you know, we're talking pre It goes back to last year. It goes back to last season, right. <laughs> 76 is 8-3 against the spread in their last 11 games. 
But of course, you've got to throw a lot of these things out the window because these are largely yep. different teams now. But uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, so you are going with which side on this one? We're, we're all opposing. Uh, Tony likes the Sixers yeah. minus five. I'm uh, take the Celtics. I actually think money line. But you know, if you want the points, I wouldn't argue with you on that one. Um, you know, obviously Sixers second favorite team to win the East. So uh, you know, but the Celtics I think are third or fourth. So I mean, this is going to be a, a, a quality matchup. It's the featured early game if you're watching and tuning in. So you're on opposite sides, guys. I love consensus. How are we going to settle it? Arm wrestling? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I oh, just yeah. think that bigger. Kyrie Irving, I mean, that loss is going to be too big for Boston. Kimber Walker's a subpar superstar. He's like a 1A superstar. He makes them a big three like Chris Bosh made Dwayne Wade and LeBron James a big three. These guys are subpar superstars, and we're going to see uh, Philly with a big dominant win at home. All right, I like that. You see, he's, you know, he may be a bandwagoner, but he is confident. <laughs> he's, he's on confident. the favorite here. Yeah. Just, just make a point, he's on the favorite. <laughs> oh, all right, uh, let's go uh, uh, Denver at Portland. Uh, Portland, uh, I mean, the problem for Portland that I'm looking at here is that they got a lot of players out. I mean, Pau Gasol's still not recovered from surgery. Hassan Whiteside is questionable. Yasuf uh, Nurkic is uh, out till January. Oh, Yusuf, excuse me. Uh, my pronunciation is very poor. Um, guys, uh, let's start with you, Craig. Nuggets at Blazers. Well, I mean, what matters for them is their big three, and yeah. well, really the big two, Jokic and Mur uh, Jamal Murray, and then I, I you know, Paul Millsap, Millsap. They went out and get paid him big again, and keeping him, I think, is a big thing against the big two of Portland, both Damian Lillard and McCollum. I think it's going to be a great game. I'm going to take the road team, Denver here. I think Denver could possibly, you could argue that they're the second best team in the West right now because I'm uh, I know Tony's a Lakers fan but I I am withhold judgment for the Lakers until they can prove me they can out shoot outside and make outside shots. Oh, you're just butthurt over LeBron James. I don't Here like LeBron. We all know that. I, mean, I don't like LeBron. Let's, but let, 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 let let's it be, be true. Right. But I will right. bet LeBron if I think he's going to win. But I just say in this one, I, I just think they're the second best team in the West. I think they prove it here. I think Denver is a very, very good team. Portland is one of those middle of the pack teams. I'm going to take the Denver Nuggets, lay the uh, or get the one point here. I just think they went out right and start off a, a very uh, I think what could be a big season for Denver. By the way, uh, Square 707 Steam PS4 says on uh, YouTube, ask us who we take, Clippers or Lakers. And I can actually tell you, go to the website because we did that game yesterday. Uh, by the way, Sean Higgs says, got to love El Tigre and the plus money honey at Parlay Radio. Talking about Ali Burns. Well, thank you. We appreciate that. All right, uh, guys. So Paul Millsap, any relation to Ronnie Millsap? That's the question. Probably not, I would imagine. I'm guessing Tony doesn't know who Ronnie Millsap is. <laughs> no, a little bit before so. my time. I don't think so either. Uh, well, that didn't sound good, whatever that was. But uh, that was that's fault. all fine. All right. All right, we're good. Did uh, you give us your side on that bandwagon? No, not yet. I'm actually on the opposite side again, of course. Uh, this game, Craig is right. D uh, Denver was the second best team in the NBA. They had 54 wins. They were right behind Golden State. But guess who was third? Portland with 53 wins. So they're just a game better. This game is a toss-up. I wouldn't call Portland a middle-of-the-road team. They were a game worse than Denver. And uh, I think this was going to come down to the home crowd and experience, to be honest with you. Uh, Djokovic and Denver, they were surprising teams last year. Uh, not a lot of people gave them enough credit, and they took teams by surprise. Now everybody knows who they are. People are going to be hunting for them. So we're going to see how it goes from being the prey to the predator. And I think that McCullum and uh, Lillard, just too much experience over there. They're, they're title bound or bust this year. They're almost going to be ready to break up a team and do some stuff. They've been 
together for a while and they got the team they need. They're at home. It's open at night. It's just a one-point spread, so it's pretty much a pick them, and I'm picking Portland at home. Wow. Well, I think the question here also could be the total. I think this one could be a lot of points. I mean, both of these teams like to get up and down, like to shoot a lot of threes. Um, Jokic is an absolute nightmare uh, for anybody to guard. I don't see anybody in Portland uh, being able to guard them. I just really think um, that's the key in this one. If it's a high-scoring game, I think it should be really fun to watch. This is, I think, the, the key late game. I think this one's on uh, national television. So uh, this is going to be a good game. I think if you, if you like, like points, you're going to like this game. Like I said, we're opposing on the side, but I think he probably like probably the over two. In yeah, this one. oh, for sure. Yeah, these guys are going to light it up, and it's opening night too. So you know, defense is going to be at a minimum, and they're going to try to put on a show for the home crowd in the opening night. So loads, night. loads of points. Did you say Prey to Predator? Isn't that the name of an Arnold Schwarzenegger film? And if it wasn't, it certainly should be. Well, at least it's Predator. Right. Yeah. He's halfway home. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go to the next one, shall we? Kings at Suns. Now, for me, when I'm looking at this, I mean, this is really an acid test for the Suns and Monty Williams. They've gone through a, going through a rebuilding process. Uh, this is a big, big test for them. Uh, how do you guys see this one? Kings at Suns. Let's start with Bandwagon. You're on. Uh, I got to go with uh, Kings at home for sure. I mean, besides the Knicks, nobody lost more games than Phoenix last year. They only had 19 wins on the whole season. So, I mean, I don't think they improved that much. And the Kings, they picked up Barnes from Golden State. That's a big addition. He got the veteran leadership and the championship experience. So they were just one slot out of the playoffs. They finished ninth in the West. So I think that they're going to take care of business at home. However, I like the total more in this game, the over. Uh, both of these teams play defense like it's optional. The Suns, they got Booker out there. He scored 71 alone. I think this one's going to get lit up, and we could get well in the 240, 250 all-star game territory. Wow. Really? Yes, sir. Well, I think that, you know, you talk about the Kings. I mean, Buddy Heel, Fox, uh, Barnes, you know, with the big midseason trade. I think it was actually from Dallas last year they got him, which, of course, before that he was with um, Golden State. And, I, you know, I love Harrison Barnes, but he's one of those guys that was never what he got paid. Um, right. Still probably getting way overpaid. But I love Buddy Heal. He just signed to the big contract. I think he's going to put up a big number here. I think Kings win this game, but I think I, I'm, on, I'm with Tony here. I think the overs the play here. I mean, this, this Suns team plays no defense. Uh, Deion, or Devin Booker is like, I'm going to score 50, but I'm going to give up 60. So I, I think Ricky Rubio, a nice... Uh, addition there for uh, Devin Booker. The, I think he's going to get a ton of shots. DeAndre Ayton, I think, was a little disappointing last year after the number one pick, um, you know, of course, a season ago. I kind of thought he was going to be way better, but, you know, I think this is the, the problem with the NBA right now. It's the centerless NBA. Um, Dwight Howard, I think that's why he's maybe an issue in the, with the Lakers is who, does people, who do these big guys guard now when, when you basically play uh, five around of the three-point line nowadays. And I think that's a problem. I think this one goes way over, but if I was going to play the side, I would play the Sacramento Kings here. I think the Kings could be one of those teams, I think Tony probably agree, that is when you look at their roster, they're one of those teams that definitely could be fighting for that six, seven, and eight spot in the West, which I'm not convinced that the West is way better as it has been in years past. Uh, I, I disagree with you on that. I mean, I think they're going to fight for the spot. I totally agree on that. But I think the West is a lot better. I mean, we got Russell Westbrook on the Rockets. We got Anthony Davis with LeBron James. I mean, the West is stacked. The championship's going to come out of the West. Uh, 
Well, we're Kawhi. Thank goodness. Milwaukee. It's about time right. someone in the West actually won things. Right. I mean, well, what Kawhi did in Toronto was amazing, man, over there. But I think the championships come back to the West, to America, period. And uh, Yeah, well, that's, that's a given. Right. The West is stacked. To America. Good right. job. I, I think we'll all agree on that one. That's, right. an, that's an incredible I mean, when LeBron James misses like the playoffs, yes. the title leaves America. Okay. Right. Well, I Toronto was, is, is 100 to 1. So the, you can just say they're not winning it this year. Gotcha. No one's ever won like that. But I, when my point is the East. I thought the East is way better this year. I think Boston, um, I think Philly, I do think uh, the Bucks. I think, are still a top three team in the league. And then I just think, like, Atlanta, I think there was a lot of those middle teams last year that weren't very good in the East have all improved. I think the Pelicans um, in the West aren't very good. I mean, I think there's three or four, like, easy to, easy win teams in the West now, and that is used to be in the East. So gotcha. that's what I say. I just think there's not the Warriors aren't as good. I think the Lakers and Clippers are going to have issues. They just had so much. I think the Kings are one of those teams because they have a lot of returning parts that could take advantage of a more well-balanced West. Maybe that's a better way to say it. Well, yeah. it's been pretty good, though. I mean, you know, they've certainly been a, uh, an excellent team, and they're just really getting kind of better, wouldn't you say? Yeah, but they're bringing up the rear. Uh, it was funny when Kevin Durant had his radio show, he was interviewing uh, C.J. McCollum, and they were talking about championships, and he was like, well, I'm talking about the real teams and the teams that have a shot. Even if Sacramento approved, what do they go from nine to seven? So it's like, yeah, eh, well, yeah. you got to get the, you know, to me, you got to get right. the four or five because you got to avoid the, the best three or four teams exactly in, in so. the West. Usually, Although, like I said, I just, you know, I think the Clippers, Lakers, Rockets and, and Warriors, uh, Denver and Portland are the top six teams. But, you know, you could knock one of those out. And then if you get to that five spot, then you have a chance. You're not beating probably the top three teams. It doesn't usually happen. Right. The games aren't played on paper. This is why they play them on the court. Well, that's why, as I keep saying on this show, sports the ultimate reality show because it's uh, large. Well, one hopes it's unscripted. Of course, there may be some NBA refs that are uh, feeling otherwise, but, you know, let's just say unscripted reality. You get it right here. All right, the other thing you can get right here at picksandparlays.net is these gentlemen right here. You want their picks? We've got loads of free picks right on the site for you to help you with your sports betting Jones uh, to increase your profitability, so to speak. But if you really want to kick it up a notch, especially with NBA season in full effect, I recommend you get our expert handicappers picks. Craig, it's 100 bucks off, right? You're the guy that made that bucks decision. Off. Yeah, I, it was all me. So why, me. All, why all of a sudden <laughs> so generous? Five ninety nine for one capper. You go to any of the cappers pages, you can go under the uh, drop down, see the leaderboards, who, who did what the last five years, actually, in the NBA. See who you like. Also, if you want underneath the premium picks drop down, click on the two for one. $100 off, it's only $7.99 for your favorite two cappers. All right, there you go. $7.99 for the two for definitely great deal. Want to take advantage of that. All right, you also want to take advantage of this show because we give away loads and loads of free picks on this show. You get to actually see and hear and interact with our handicappers. So if you missed any of it, though, I'll recap everything when we come back after the break. Once again, I'm Nick Eber. This is Picks and Parlays Radio, and we'll be right back in three minutes. Welcome back to Picks and Parlays Radio. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. Find me on Twitter. I'm at Nick Gieber. See, I like to make it easy for you. Because if you're going to write something down, want to make sure what you're going to write down are our free picks we gave away today. So let's get to it. As promised, we've had a lot of picks today, so let's recap them for you. Starting with Tony El Tigre Tellez, his college football picks, USC at Colorado. I uh, hope USC get a bad case of salmonella poisoning before the game, but he's saying take the over 62. Wisconsin at Ohio State, take Ohio State minus 14. And uh, the Nittany Lions at Michigan State, take the Lions minus 6. Then, hustling right along, we've got the, uh, the 
Duffman himself, Joe Duffy. His NFL picks, Redskins at Vikings, take the Redskins under 7.5 in the first quarter. And I believe he has other picks up on the site at picksandparlays.net. Seahawks at Falcons take Seattle minus 3.5. And, and Panthers at 49ers take Carolina plus 5.5. That's 5.5. Let's move right along. We had Craig Trapp and we had Tony Bandwagon Brown. But these were the consensus picks here. Nuggets at Blazers take the Nuggets plus one. Celtics at 76ers take the Celtics plus five. And for the Kings at the Suns, well, they're predicting more scoring than at Lamar Odom's birthday party in Las Vegas. Take the over 232 on that one. That's right, over 232 for the Kings at Suns. Those were our NBA picks. And just a reminder, NBA is here. We're going to have loads more NBA on the show for you, of course, along with all of our picks. But if you missed any of them or you want more of them, and I know you do, go to the website, picksandparlays.net. Loads and loads and loads of free picks. And, of course, our expert picks. And as Craig mentioned, with NBA, uh, with, NBA <laughs> with the NBA season tipping off today, our special. $100 off, $5.99, one cappers, $7.99, two cappers. Go right now, sign up. Be sure to tune in tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. We'll be back tomorrow with loads more on Picks and Parlays Radio. Until then, bet, win, repeat. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.